this uh, no 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 not yet crow moses please take it off <laughs> later on at the last end when the children come so um Today is the 26th of uh, November, the last Sunday in November, and next month we enter into the month of Christmas. Some of you are looking forward to Christmas. I mean, I'm tired of Christmas, so every day is like Christmas. But uh, the sun is not too good. Eh? But we are drawing close to the end of the year. And um, normally the end of the year and the next year marks a kind of a new beginning in our lives. Some of us make all kinds of resolutions and sometimes even before January ends, you started breaking the resolutions. Uh, But whatever it is, it's fine. And I think that um, in Teen Chapel, God is taking us through some feces. If you are spiritually sensitive enough, you'll be aware some of you too, you are just wondering what at all is going on. Okay, I'm telling you that God is taking us through some things. Okay. During the week. By the way, um, today's service will be in two parts. Okay. I'll not preach much. I'll just exhort us a little. And then we'll spend some time to pray. And then um, when the new teens join us, we'll go into the part two. And um, we'll welcome them. But like I was saying, we, as Teen Chapel, we are entering a new phase and God is taking us through some things. I don't even fully understand what he's doing, but he's definitely doing something. Then during the week, I was thinking about a lot of things. I don't know how many of you realize it, but I think I'm the longest serving youth leader in ICGC now the longest serving and still active youth leader in ICGC. And during the week, I was thinking about a number of things and I realized that it was around this season, I don't remember the exact Sunday, but around this season, about 20 years ago, when Pastor announced in the adult church that he wanted me to handle the youth church. I didn't understand a lot of things. I mean, fine, I've been involved in a little bit of youth ministry before, but uh, it's okay. We accepted the challenge. And it's been 20 long years now that I've been handling youth ministry. And God has taught me a lot of things. And one of the things that I want to do in this next phase of my life is to raise leaders, special leaders, people who are ready to be raised. So you realize that uh, some of my focuses may change um, a little. We've already started something with the uh, praise and worship team. And as God leads, we'll move to um, other areas. But this morning, I want us to spend some time praying. Okay? I want us to think about some things and spend some time praying. Shall we turn to Philippians chapter 2? Philippians chapter 2. 
Philippians chapter 2, read from verse 1 to 11. And please pay attention. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Paul talking to the Christians was telling them that, look, if you become born again, I, I wish that you all have this mind. And after 20 years of uh, ministry to young people, this is my heart cry to you. Teen Chapel, let's be of one mind. I want you to fulfill my joy, like Paul said. By being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. Don't join the prayer team because you want people to see you. You want people to know that you can pray. Don't join the choir to show off your skills in singing. Don't join the choreography to come and dance so people will know that, Charlie, your moves there is one touch. There's no one near. Don't do such things. Don't have such selfish ambition. But in loneliness of mind, let everyone esteem the others better than himself. Whether you are richer than me or not, whether you are more handsome than me or not, whether you are more beautiful than me or not, it does not matter. Respect others. Think of other people as better than you. Consider them as better than you. Let everyone look not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Let this mind be in you which was also in Jesus. Jesus had a certain attitude and we are learning from him. He left us an example that we will follow in it. Have the mind of Jesus. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal to God. But made himself of no reputation, taking on the form of a born servant and coming in the likeness of men. Being found in the appearance as a human being, he humbled himself and became obedient even to the point of death even the death on the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on the earth and those under the earth, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not us, not us in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Have this mind of God, the mind of Christ. Have the mind of Christ. Next year, our theme is God. And the Lord is leading me to prepare a certain message. I, I pray that this message will become fully matured at the right time. And I'll share with us the four kinds of life. 
that this morning I want us to think about Jesus Christ the mind that he had it will change your prayer life it will change your behavior to other people it will change your academic life it will change everything about you it will change your, your business attitude it will change your attitude in the corporate world it will change your attitude in this world as you look forward to eternity Jesus humbled himself the Bible says he has been given a name that is above every name that at the mention of the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and confess that he is Lord this morning I want us to rise up I want all of us to rise up and with the young adults please join me on stage We want to sing together, all hail the name of Jesus, the power in the name of Jesus. I want us to keep our focus. If you don't know the song, it's all right. Just think about the lyrics. Focus on the lyrics and think about the scripture that I just shared with us. We'll sing together, we'll sing along, all hail the power of Jesus' name. And I want everybody singing. Or everybody talking. Everybody singing along. Can you increase the volume, please? I don't hear your voices. Either sing or speak out or declare. But we are crowning Jesus, the one who has been given a name above every name. the one who gave us salvation the one who shed his blood for us on the cross of Calvary and made us who we are today in him
take your seats. This morning is all about Jesus. Our focus is on Jesus. We want to really spend some time thinking about him, surrendering our lives to him, rededicating our lives to him. You know, we've been talking about we live a new kind of life. That the old life is dead in Christ. But now we live by faith in the Son of God who gave his life for us. This morning, we say, Lord, just take our lives and do with it whatever you want to do. You want to listen to Lady Pastor Ida, minister, take my life. And then later, we'll together sing and meditate on this hymn, take my life and let it be. And then we'll enter into prayer, surrounding our lives afresh. We dedicate our lives to God. for so many years serving the Lord and working in the church but now I have a greater passion to love my Lord God made the sun, the moon and the stars God is so great yet it seems so far when I talk to him it seems that he doesn't even hear I love God whom I cannot see. But this is my dream, the goal of my life. So take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. All my days I give to thee to love your Lord the great command Lord I want to love you more fall in love with you so deeply not show me how to love you more I don't want to serve without loving you me. He will keep my commandments. Lord, I am meditating on your word so I can love you more. Lord, please help me to keep your commandment. What have you told me that I'm not doing? Where have you sent me that I'm not going? Am I holding back? to sacrifice all for you, loving you with all of my heart, so take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee, all my days I give to thee, to love you, Lord the great command 
Us to tune our mind for prayer for the next five ten minutes. I want us to tune our mind to prayer for the next couple of minutes. I don't know how long it will be, so make the best of the time. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I will not say stand up, I will not say lift your hands, I will not say kneel down, I will not say lie down, but whatever you feel like doing, we are surrendering our lives to God this morning. As we join the hymn writer saying, Take my life. And let it be consecrated to you. You want to declare, you want it to be your prayer. The Lord, I surrender my life to you. I am yours. Use me the way you want. 
all the days of my life I am yours Moses all the days of my life I am yours I thank you for saving me I thank you for saving me I thank you for saving me what are the lyrics you need the lyrics please otherwise the voice is useless stop it until you get the lyrics right All the days of my life, I am yours. I am yours, Lord. You are the reason for my living. So I choose to live for you. I surrender my life to you this morning. And for the rest of my days, may I be consecrated to you. May I be set apart for you, Lord. Take my hands, Lord. And let them move the way you want them to move. When you push me, I will go. When you lead me, I will follow. This is my prayer, Lord. And I want to follow. anybody if I were you I'll close my eyes it is about your life your dedication to God God is looking for people who surrender their lives to him that he would use them that he will honor them that he will bless them may my voice be a living song unto you all the days of my life for you alone may I sing May the fruit of my lips offer out to you continually a sacrifice of praise. You alone, Lord. You alone. You alone, Lord. You alone. You alone. May the name of Jesus be on my lips as I go to school, as I go to work. May I at every opportunity tell somebody about Jesus. Lord, I dedicate, I dedicate my life for this purpose all the days of my life. Yes, Lord. to live by your will like Jesus did not my will but may your will be done in my life may my heart fall in love with you may I follow where you take me where you lead me every day of my life I throw you as my Lord I give the throne of my life to you you are my Lord. I choose to serve you. I choose to love you. I choose to go all the way with you, Lord. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. My life is yours. My life is yours. My life is yours. Use me, Lord. Use me.
Dios Lord. I will not hold back. My body is yours. I will not give it to people to use for wrongful purposes. My wealth is yours. Use it the way you choose. All I am, all that I have, all that I would ever be, I surrender to you. You who surrendered your life, that I might live the life I now live. You who left heaven, came to earth and shed your blood, that I might be saved. Lord, I surrender my life to you. My life is yours. Use it the way you choose. Use it the way you will. Lord, take my life. Take me. Take me, Lord. Take me, Lord. my life to you. I dedicate my whole life to you. Both now and in the future. in surrender that we see the power of God activated in our lives. Jesus left it all. He left it all and surrendered his will to the will of God. Today he has been given a name that is above every name. And the Bible says we must, we must have the same mind that Jesus had. 
we mustn't think highly of ourselves but in humility we must surrender like Jesus did like the hymn writer wrote take my all take my all take my all I shall be a living sacrifice unto you I will not force anyone I will not allow anyone to force me to worship you I choose to worship you I will not allow stones to worship you in my place. I choose to worship you. I will not disappoint you. I will do the work that you give me to do. I will honor you in all my ways. May my life be an honor to the God who created me in his image and redeemed me by the blood of Jesus. Lord, I surrender to you. I am all yours, Lord. I am all yours. I am all yours. I am yours, Lord. I am yours. Everything I am, everything I own, Everything I, I will ever be is by your grace. And I surrender it to you this morning. Unto my dying breath, may my life be consecrated to you. May I walk in holiness all the days of my life. Honoring you wherever you lead me. That is my heart's cry this morning to you, Lord. Father, hear our cry. Hear our prayer. We don't just follow you for the blessings and the benefits that we will get. We know we are your children. We know you bless us. We know there are benefits. We know you give us breakthroughs. We know, we know, we know, we know. But Lord, we choose, we choose choose you the giver of life the giver of blessings the giver of the gifts and we rededicate our lives to you this morning Lord, if you are not willing, may your spirit break us. May our eyes be open to see the reality of life, the God kind of life, the Zoe life, the life for which Jesus shed his blood. And may we surrender to you for that life to be manifested in our lives. that in your own times you make all things beautiful. Your word says you honor those who honor you. 
And as we dedicate our lives to you and as we seek to honor you, we know that you honor us. We know that you bless us and continue to bless us and will be a blessing that you become a blessing to many others. That is our desire this morning. And that is why we dedicate our lives to you. That is why we surrender our lives to you. That is why we say we are yours. You are our reason for living. Take everything that we have, Lord. Take everything that we have. Take everything that we have. Take everything that we have. Thank you, Lord. 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 We bless you, Lord. There's no better life. There's no higher life. that you give me and I dedicate it to you may I walk in your paths all the days of my life hand in hand with you walking in power walking in honor walking in blessing walking in the heavenly realms sitting while we stay on this earth thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As we get ready for another year, as the year comes to our end, Lord, may we re-examine our lives and find out how much of our lives is dedicated to you. Say that, behold, you stand at the door and knock. If anyone will open the door and allow you in, you will come in and you fellowship with the one. Lord, we open our doors to you this morning. Every area of our lives, take it, Lord. Come in. Take on the thrones of our lives. The thrones of our spiritual lives. The thrones of our, spirit, our, our social lives. The thrones of our bodies. Our beauties and our handsomeness. All that you have made us. Take over. Take over our hormones. Lord, we surrender to you. Enough of the immoral kind of life. You have called us to purity. You have called us to walk in holiness just like you are holy. But Lord, we, we confess that sometimes it's hard. Take my 
And so this morning, Lord, we surrender to you. Help us. Help us. We need you. Spirit of the living God, help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Your word says that your spirit helps us in our times of weakness. Even when we don't know how to pray, he helps us. And this morning, I want everybody to lift up your voice and begin to speak in tongues. Allow the Holy Spirit to break every weakness in your life. Every, every barrier that holds you back from surrounding completely to God. Lift up your voice, open your mouth and begin to speak to God. Speak, speak to him in the language that you have and he has enabled you to speak. By the Holy Spirit, speak in tongues. Open your mouth and speak in tongues. La bandera doze valeha. Safari and deskeberebesh teteria broske dalian das. Badadian delebasazavandi adadian daliam asconde. We need to break through all the barriers, all the strongholds that hold us back and stop us from surrendering to God. Stop us from giving our lives over to Him. Oh Lord, help us this morning. We want to have the mind of Jesus, the mind of holiness, lowliness, the mind of humility, the mind of sacrifice, the mind of thinking about others, the mind of God, the will of God. Lord, help us. Help us this morning, oh God. Lord help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. May we not go back. May we not go back. Enough of the backsliding, Lord. We are tired. So help us. We need you. We cannot make it without you. Help us, Lord. Help us to create an environment of spirituality. Lord, revive us again. Revive Teen Chapel again. As we receive new members, Lord. Help us to create an environment of spirituality. An environment where your presence is strong. An environment where anybody steps in, he wants to surrender to you. He wants to live for you. Oh God, help us. Revive us again, O Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus, we cry out unto you. Help us. We need you. We need you. We need you. Create creator. We need you. You speak your word and it is done. Lord, may you speak a word to us this morning. And may our hearts be revived. May our hearts be full of love again. May we be overwhelmed with your love, oh God. May love and hunger for your word rise up in our spirit, man. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In our youthful days, may we serve you. May we serve you in power. May we serve you in love. Oh, God, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. 
Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, send our revival. Revive Team Chapel again, O God. We have heard of what you did in the past. Lord, may you do it in our day. Revive us again, O Lord. Revive us again, O Lord. As we surrender our lives to you, Lord, revive us. Revive us by your spirit, Lord. Rada, <laughs> 
You commit our future into your hands. Many of, many of us are going to secondary school for the first time. Lord, lead us, take us. May we go in power. Lord, lead us. Lord, lead us. As we go back to school, Lord, lead us. May we be examples. May we rise to be on top. Help us. Help us with good memories. Help our parents with money. Help us. Help us in every way to excel academically, to excel socially, to excel spiritually, even in our schools. Help us in our workplaces. Help us for our businesses. Lord, help us. Help us. We need your help. We need your help. Lord, help us in the next phase of our life. As the year draws to a close and as we enter another year, Lord, we call upon you. We call upon your help. Help us, oh God. We look up to you for help. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We want to be like Jesus. May we point others to Jesus. May we lead our classes to Jesus. May we lead our business colleagues to Jesus. May we lead our communities to Jesus. Lord, help us. Don't get tired of praying. It's about your future. It's about your life. It's about your tomorrow. Pray to your tomorrow. Pray for God's help into your life tomorrow. Some of us are looking for boyfriends and girlfriends. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the facilitators. Some of us are looking for good marriages. Some of us are praying for children. Lord, Lord help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We need your help. We need your help, oh God. Run 
Lord, help me to mean what I say. May it sink into my heart. The need to surrender my life to you. The need to give my life to you. All the days of my life, I surrender to you. I give it to you. Take my life and let it be consecrated to you. Take my life, Lord, and let it be dedicated to you. Take my life, Lord, and sanctify me. Take my life, take my life, take my life, Lord. May I be a positive influence to my friends. May I be a positive influence in Teen Chapel. May I be an example to the new ones coming in. May I stand up, O God, and may I stand in your power by your help to help the needy, to help those who are in need, just as you help me. May I stretch out a hand of help to other people. Randele ya 
May I be an example. May I lead people. May I lead others. May I be your hands. May I be your lips. May I be your lips. May I be your legs. May I be your power into a lost world. In Tin Chapel, in my school, wherever I find myself, may I carry this help out into the world. In the name of Jesus. May we soak this new ones coming in the spirit of prayer, in the spirit of revival, the spirit of revival. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. May I be a help. May I be a savior. May I be a help. May I be a savior. May I be a help. May I be a savior. In teachable. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. I am available. I dedicate my life. Take my life and let it be. Take my life for your glory. Take my life for your honor. Take my life for your glory. Take my life for your honor. Take my life for your glory. Take my life for your honor.
chapel and the children, children's service teachers. Thank you very much for bringing them. God bless you so much for all that you've done for them. We want you to feel our home. This is the next phase of your life. So feel at home. This is your new home. You are not going back to the children's service. This is your new children's service. An advanced form of children's service, Teen Chapel. So clap yourselves as you welcome yourself to Teen Chapel. You don't seem excited to be in Teen Chapel. How about Teen Chapel? We are excited, though. Come on, scream! Yes! This is Teen Chapel. It's a life of the teens. And it's a good life. 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 We are happy that you've made it to this phase of your life. It's a very exciting phase, I can tell you. But it, you can make it a very terrible phase. If you don't listen to good advice. Okay. So, like we informed you yesterday, we'll immediately be begin our orientation for you to Teen Chapel. So, We'll call two of, of um, your seniors who are now members of Teen Chapel, one who graduated in 2021 and one who graduated in 2022, to come and talk to you, to welcome you, and to give you some little pieces of advice. So I'll call on Ivan Atto and Emmanuel Anotti. Ivan Selinam Atto, and I joined Teen Chapel with the 2022 PT class. Um, I'm here to share my experience, my amazing experience with you so far since I joined Teen Chapel. Okay. Teen Chapel has changed me a lot, really. So, when I used to be down there, I wasn't really reading my Bible that well. But since I go here, eh, things have changed. <laughs> now, now I read my Bible very well, yeah, occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know my scriptures, I meditate on them, yeah, it has helped my life. And since I came here too, I've joined the department, I'm in the media. And I know some sound things now. I know it will help me only at church, but outside there too. Thank you. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> so my name is Imanola Norte, and I'm a member of Teen Chapel. So I was part of the 2021 Purity graduates. Yeah. So I'm here to share my past experience in, in Teen Chapel for the past two years. So firstly, Teen Chapel has made me have a personal relationship with God. So when I was in the children department, right, 
I didn't really have a relationship with God. All I wanted to do was just like oh, obey what they are telling me to do and like be a good girl and all that. But then when I came to Teen Chapel, especially the first day, like I was like, this place is a very different place because what they were doing there is not the same here. So yeah, it introduced me to a lot about God and I got to know more because they really helped me. They said a lot, especially Uncle Biju. I really admire him so much. So, <laughs> so yeah, they helped me a lot. And now I'm having an actual relationship with God, a very good relationship with God. So I thank Teen Chapel for that. And secondly, it has made me draw closer to God. So, like, even though I came here and started to have a relationship with God, sometimes I'm like fooling and not be really doing what I'm supposed to do. But then as he keeps on advising us and telling us what we have to do, then I do it. And then I'm actually seeing that it's taking me far. And it's actually better than being in the world. Because, like, being in the world, there's just pressure everywhere. Oh, do this, do this, be like this, be like this. But then when you're in God, like, you have peace. There is, like... Everything's so nice, I'm telling you. Even though some, sometimes it's difficult, it's actually the best experience ever. So I just recommend God to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and thirdly, it has made me fall more in love with, more in love for God, more in love with God, sorry, rather than just focusing on avoiding hell. So sometimes, like, when we hear, when we hear the gospel, right, what we focus on is, oh, I want to get born again so that I don't go to hell because I don't want to be in fire or the rest of those days, sorry, <laughs> the years and all that. So um, they just get born again so they avoid hell. But then actually I learned that when, um, especially Uncle Ivan's message on the cross, that really hit me very, very hard. So when he like went into details about Jesus' um, death and resurrection and all that, it really made me like fall more in love with God because it's not just about uh, avoiding hell and just being in heaven and enjoying it, but it's about actually having a relationship with your lover because he's really everything. Yeah. And also for the, f for the fourth point, it has helped me to be obedient to God, especially when it came to evangelism because I'm the introverted type. So I don't really like to go about speaking to people. But then when I came to Teen Point and he was like, Oh, we have to be talking to our friends about Christ because this thing, like, this life you're having can't be, oh, be going to heaven then you have your friends who are going to hell and be there and all that. So, also, the scripture that really helped me with evangelism was um, John 14, verse 21. That is, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. My Father will love those who love me. I, too, will love them and reveal myself to them. So, here, Jesus was saying that those who um, obey his commandments are those who love him. Sometimes, like, we'll be singing songs like, oh, I am a friend of God. I am a and also, it also says in the scriptures that those who obey his commandments are his friends. So, we say we love God, but we don't actually love God. We just say it with our mouth, but we don't show the actions. So, here in the Bible, it says that those who obey his commandments are those who love him. And then the great commission, or one of the great commandments are to evangelize to people. Even though I don't really like to talk to people and all that, I have to do it to show that I love God. So, yeah. And then for the fifth one, it has made me view my work to God differently, especially when it came to dancing, sorry, choreography and um, the choir, the choir departments. Initially, I was like, oh, um, um, singing the choir and dancing in the choreography is just like, oh, if you know how to dance, come and sing, sorry. 
if you know how to sit down, it's coming down. If you know how to sing, come and sing, because you're working out of God, and it's a nice thing. But actually, you're doing it to minister to the people, to send a message out, and also for God to use you. You get it? So I don't, like, just come here, even if I'm, like, angry. sometimes it does get a better of me. So, like, if I'm angry or something, I come, and then I'm having results, and, like, I'm not in the mood. I'm acting, like, all moody, and, like, someone is forcing me to come, and I realized that it's not about that. If you don't want to come, don't come. If you want to go, just go. So sometimes I really try to do my best, no matter what I face, to like do what I have to do because I'm doing it for God and not just for money. Yeah. And then also for the last one, it has made me view hymns differently. So when I came to Teen Chapel and I saw how vibrant like Teen Chapel was, and then they started singing hymns, I was like, what is this? How can this vibrant just like start singing hymns? Because I thought hymns were just boring songs and all those things that grown up sing and all that. But then when I saw Teen Chapel singing hymns, I was like, what the? But then I actually started to realize that. I actually started to realize that it's not just about the way it flows, but it's about the lyrics of the song. So now I've started to love hymns, and it's all because of Teen Chapel. So thank you very much, Teen Chapel, for all you have done for me. Thank you very much, um, Ivan and uh, Emanuela. So they were like you. And uh, I like the way you are all relaxed and quiet this morning. And I hope you keep it like that. Because yesterday, some of you were just talking by heart. There's a, there's a time to talk by heart. There's a time to behave like teenagers. There's a time to get angry. There's a time to get happy. But you must know the time. The Bible says that for everything under this sun, there's a time and a season. Okay. When, so when it's time to preach, you pay attention. You listen to the preacher. When it's time for discussions, you get involved. You ask questions. You make uh, contributions. But one thing I can tell you, the life of a teenager is a very exciting life. You can make it exciting, and it, you can also make it boring. If I like, ask your parents, you say, you see, your parents always keep talking about the good old days, the good old days, the good old days. Why do they always talk about the good old days? Why don't they talk about now? Because Charlie, those days they wish they could go back in time and become like you again, but it's too late. Okay, so enjoy your teenage life and. Uh, Learn as much as you can in this place. One of our slogans in this place is that everything that we do, you two do some. Get involved. Don't sit idle. Everything we are doing, get if you are singing, sing. If you are clapping, clap. If you are shouting, you don't even know why we are shouting. You do shout song. If you are jumping, jump. If you are reading the Bible, read the Bible. If you say do your quiet time, do your quiet time. That is the only way you can benefit from Teen Chapel. And I hope you are maintaining the focus. All right, I want to give us a very short um, exhortation this morning about the changing phases of life. Um, very short exhortation. And um, I'll read only one scripture. Oh, don't go ahead of me. Okay. I'll read only one scripture. And then um, we'll take the communion when the adult church is ready. Okay. You're all born again, so you are all qualified to take the communion. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, somebody asked a question about. What makes you qualified to receive the Holy Spirit baptism? What makes you qualified to receive the communion when you are born again? So if you know that you are born again, you are qualified to receive the communion. All right. Okay. Now we want to talk about the different phases of of life. And I want to show you uh, 
a picture album about myself. I was looking at this, I was like, this was when I was about uh, two or three years old then. This is me when I was like you. Oh, Moses, you have gone too fast. You have spoiled my... You have... <laughs> Just leave you to roam by yourself. Okay. So like I was saying, this is me when I was about you, when I was going to GHS1. And this is me in GHS2. So I was a good boy. <laughs> and this is me when I was in the university first year. And this is me about 15 years ago. Okay. I think I was in Turkey or somewhere. And this is about 10 years ago. And that is me five years ago. And uh, this is me, I think, about three or so years ago. So you, you, if, you, if, you, if you look at me physically, you see the transformations. If I show you some of the pictures alone, you won't believe that this is Uncle Bijou. In the same way, the same thing happens to us spiritually. You have come to Teen Chapel, and for the next couple of years, you are going to grow physically. If you allow yourselves, you will also grow spiritually. If sometimes your parents will look at you and wonder, is this my child? You will now start praying for your, your, your parents. You will now start giving them advice. Sometimes you will say some things and they'll ask you, where did you get the wisdom from? So avail yourself and learn as much as you can. Okay. So the next slide shows me when I was in the university, uh, this old time fashion. Okay. <laughs> I think I was in the other first year or second year, I can't remember. Okay. And then the next slide shows me on my wedding day. <laughs> when we're getting ready, me and my best man were getting ready. In those days, we used to plate our hair, then make our hair afro, you know. Yeah, but that was me. But looking back, I look at where I used to be and how I look like now. In fact, and I realize that the transformation is so drastic. Next slide, please. The transformation is so drastic. I wonder, is this, is this really me? Look, I can tell you, 10, 20 years from now, you look at some of your pictures. And, uh, I, don't want, I don't want to see this picture, but someone will put it on Facebook. Recently, I showed one of my friends a picture which is only two years old. Just two years. She took the picture two years ago. And I said, hey, look at this picture. I said, I'm, I'm putting this on my, on my, on my, on my status. So I said, I beg you, I beg you, don't put it there. Just two years old. Only two years. You are going to be transformed. We've been talking a lot about this word transformation in, in the children's service. And we'll continue to talk about it here. You can be and you should be transformed by the word of God if you allow yourself. Okay. So, let's look at the scripture. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. The scripture says, When I was a child, I talked like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for Teen Chapel. We thank you for all these years of service in Teen Chapel. We thank you for our new teens and we thank you for the old ones. We thank you for the facilitators. Lord, speak a relevant word to us this morning. In the name of Jesus. Amen.
this scripture is a very, very popular scripture. And it's interesting to know that this scripture is within the context when Paul was comparing physical things today with the things of eternity. If you read from verse 1, he talks about what love is. And if you even go backwards to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul was talking about spiritual gifts. And who is qualified to receive spiritual gifts? I'm asking you, who is qualified? Oh, Charlie, don't disappoint me. Don't make me bring Uncle Seth back. Who is, who is qualified to receive the Holy Spirit baptism? Hey, no, all of you together, I know you know the answer. Who is qualified to receive the Holy Spirit baptism? No, don't raise your hand. All of you together, ready, go. Someone who is born again. Who is qualified to receive the communion? And who is qualified to receive spiritual gifts? So you see, when you are born again, God has a huge package for you. But sometimes we, we are not ready to... to the, the package is too big. But every day we unravel, he shows us something new. Every day we arrival and we see something new. Every day we see something new. And that is why it's important for you to do your quiet time and to read your scriptures every day. Not once in a while like uh, Emmanuel said. I mean, I read my Bible regularly, but sometimes... Uh, don't let there be any sometimes. Every day you eat, so make sure every day you read your Bible. Every day you do your quiet. You've heard this in children's service. Ah, and we shall keep telling you here. I told you that we'll be telling you. We'll keep telling you. Okay? Because it's good for you. So, Paul was talking to believers and was talking to them about spiritual gifts. And then after talking about a number of spiritual gifts, he said that there was, there was something even higher than spiritual gifts. That is love. The love of God. And I'm sure I've heard so much about the love of God. You, you can't, you can't, look, it's impossible to know the full length and breadth and height and depth of God. Is it uh, Emmanuel who was talking about when uh, Uncle Ivan preached about the cross and then he saw the death of what Jesus went through to shed his blood for you and I? And you realize that it's not just Jesus died on the cross. He didn't just die on the cross. I mean, he went through a lot. He went through pain. His body was so battered that you could not even recognize him. He didn't look like a human being. That is what he went through. And when you think about it, that God Almighty choose to leave heaven and become a human being and live in this filthy earth. You see how he was born? He was born in a manger. How many of you want to be born in a manger? Where there are animals and goat shit and cow shit all over the place. Nobody wants that. Everybody wants to be born. born uh, you wish, if you had your own way, you wish you were born at Nyaho Clinic or some private clinic where the, the hospital is like a home. That's what everybody wishes. Jesus could have had the best place to be born in. But he humbled himself. He was born in a manger. He taught us how to humble ourselves. He taught us how to live for other people. He didn't live for himself. So Paul was talking about love which is deeper 
and even better than spiritual gifts. So you must manifest. It's, it's nice to manifest spiritual gifts, right? It's, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, who, is, who is that person who prayed for the father and the father got up from the bed? Who is he? Who is he? Oh, God bless you for that. Okay. I mean, how did you feel when you commanded your father to come out and he got up? There's a certain feeling that cannot be described. You have to experience it. And the way to experience some of this power of God is to be obedient to him. To dedicate your life to him. To live and choose to live a life of purity. And say, God, use me the way you want. And when God starts using you in supernatural ways, you wonder, ah, me small boy, small girl, how can God use me like that? The same thing happened to the disciples when Jesus asked them to go and preach. Go and preach, send them two by two. They went and they came and said, hey, Jesus, Charlie, we didn't know we had power like that. Even demons were subject to us in your name. And remember what Jesus told them? Don't rejoice in this. Rather, rejoice that your names are written in the book of life. For I behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning. And I give you power to tread over every power of the devil. To tread over snakes and over scorpions. And nothing will hurt you. He's giving us an instructions. Go and tell people about Jesus. Tell them what you have experienced. Tell them what you believe. Tell them the little word that you know. And behold, I am with you. I will work with you. When you go and somebody is sick, lay hands on them and pray for them. And they'll be well. You see, don't be afraid that if, if, if I lay hands, hey, what if I lay hands and they don't get well? Is that your problem? Are you the healer? No, Jesus is the healer. Yours is to make your hands available and to lay it. Yours is to speak the word. So just do that. And you see, when you begin to experience the power of God, you realize that ah, there's nothing that God cannot do. So when you, be, when you realize that you are struggling with maths, you say, oh God, please help me in my maths. You help me raise my father up. You help me talk to this girl about Jesus Christ. You help me the other day. You can help me in maths. You can help me in science. And when he helps you in science, you realize that there's nothing that God cannot help you. So you, you, you develop the lifestyle of living your life, working with God all the days of your life. Paul was talking about spiritual gifts and you see, the, the Corinthian church had all kinds of abuses and misunderstandings of the spiritual gifts. And then Paul was telling them, look, you need to exercise these gifts in love. You need to learn to grow in love. And growth in love comes by thinking about the cross, what Jesus did for you. Jesus taught us how to live. I was telling the church earlier on that we need to have the mind of Jesus. We don't need to think about, other, about ourselves, but we need to think about other people, how we can be a blessing to other people. God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to other people. Then after talking about all this, he was talking about the fact that there are a number of uh, Christian characters. He was talking about faith, he was talking about hope, and all that. Then he says that the greatest of this is love. And that led us to First uh, Corinthians chapter 13 when the, uh, Paul started talking about love. And he said, listen, love is extremely important. After the power of God, it will go. Spiritual gifts, there will be a time you don't need it again. When we get to heaven, you don't need spiritual gifts in heaven. When we are like Jesus, we can just vanish from here. We find ourselves in the U.S. We can vanish from the U.S. and we find ourselves in Mercury. I mean, 
We float in power just like Jesus floated in power. We live in power. We live the God kind of life. That is what Jesus wants us to be. To be like him. To be like God. Then he started saying that when we enter into eternity, that is how life will be like. And then comes this verse. When I was a child, I talked like a child. When I was in children's service, I talked like children in the children's service. I reasoned like a child. You are no longer in children's service. Start reasoning like a teenager. Start reasoning as somebody who is in teen chapel. And that's why you need to imbibe the things that we teach you in this place. Don't behave and talk like a child anymore. You are not a child. When I was preparing for this message, uh, a question came to my mind. So let me ask it now. Is anybody here wearing pampas? You see, you're all laughing. It will be odd, unless you are sick. It will be odd for anybody to be wearing pampas. But we have all worn pampas before, isn't it? You haven't worn some voice, sir. Haven't you worn pampas before? We've all done it before. But see, there's a stage in your life for wearing pampas, and there's a stage for doing away with the pampas and disciplining yourself controlling yourself. As you grow up, there are stages in life and you need to learn different things at different stages. There are different disciplines in life that you need to go through. Don't be a teenager and be behaving like somebody in the children's service because you are no longer in the children's service. There's a place to be a toddler. There's a place to be a preteen and there's a time to be a teenager. Grow up. Begin to reason like a teenager. Talk like a teenager. Think like a teenager. Reason from the scriptures. The Bible says Jesus, he grew. He grew in stature, in favor with men and with God. Learn to grow in the same way. The only way is to get into the Bible, find out what the Bible says for you. Believe the Bible. That's the only way you will not continue to think like a child and talk like a child. You will not begin to talk like a Christian. You begin to talk like a spirit-filled Christian. You begin to talk like a mature Christian. You begin to talk like a Christian who knows his power, who knows his God, who knows his Christ, and who knows what life is about. And that is why you are here for the next couple of years in your life. We are going to train you and groom you to become adults. And I pray that you will put away all your childish behavior and begin to grow up. Amen. Verse will be taking the communion and basically like I was sharing earlier on, the communion is supposed to remind us of what Jesus did for us. You know where the communion started from, don't you? The communion did not start from the New Testament. It started from the Old Testament when God redeemed Israel out of Egypt and he asked them to sacrifice a lamb and unleavened bread and then smear the blood on the door. The angel of death was going to pass over and when the angel of death sees the blood, he will pass over that house. And then God instituted a, 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 a covenant with them and a sacrament is that every year they must remember to do that ritual and when Jesus Christ came he did the same thing again and said he did it to fulfill 
what started in the Old Testament. It says the, the, the bread is his body which is broken for us. Jesus' body was broken. It was battered. He shed his blood for us. When we drink the wine, we remember that he died. He shed his blood for us. And it says that any time that we do this, we remember, we remember and we recall what he did. And just like in the Old Testament, when the angel of death came and saw the blood, he passed over you. I pray that as we take the communion this morning and we remember what Jesus Christ did for us, death will pass over us, sickness will pass over us, suffering will pass over us, blessing will come upon us, God's hand will rest upon us. If there's any sickness in your body, you will be healed because of the communion. Can I please share the emblems? Praise him. Can we please play, sing some songs on the blood? One instruction that Paul gave about taking the communion is that we shouldn't take it by heart. We shouldn't take it. We shouldn't take it without examining our lives. So just check yourself. If there's something not right with your relationship with God, just ask Jesus Christ to forgive you and to cleanse you, that your mind will be focused on the blood of Jesus Christ, the body that was broken for you. Your mind will be focused on the cross. Your mind will focus on remembering what Jesus did for you. When you receive the emblem, you can remove the top fill to expose the
There's power in the blood of Jesus. Lord, we declare the power in the blood. We declare the power in the blood of Jesus. You shed your blood that you might be redeemed. I am redeemed. And your word says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Testament in my blood. Drinking all of it. And as often as you do, you do speak forth what I did. And remember what I did. And declare what I did. And speak over your life the power in the blood of Jesus. Drink ye all of it. Healing in the blood, healing in the blood, healing in the blood, 
healing in the blood, healing in the blood, in the name of Jesus. I command every sickness to fall in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Healing of the mind. Healing of the body. Healing of your soul. Healing of your spirit. Healing of every part of your being. In the name of Jesus. Power in the blood. Power in the blood. There's 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 power in the blood. In the blood of the Lamb. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. In the blood of the Lamb. There's power in the blood. There's power. going to take our second offering and I want you to sing and scream and shout like you have never done before. Some of you are already breaking the first rule in this house. We were singing and some of you were just standing there like people in the children's service. In this place we don't do that. When we are singing we all sing. And when we are clapping we all clap. And when we are shouting we all shout. And when we are jumping we all jump. Whatever we do, make sure that you get involved and do some. We'll take our Cornelius offering and ask the soul will close us. take your seat. Before I forget, um, for the next three weeks, until we advise otherwise, this will be your 
seats until the orientation is over. Okay, so during the season of orientation, this will be your seat. So whenever you come, come and take your seat here, and then we'll see those who come late. Okay. God bless you. Have a great week. Amen. Oh, shall we rise to our feet? We are about closing. Shall we rise to our feet? Um, the following people should do well to see Uncle Moses right after service in the media box. Emelda, Emelda Tete Addison and Yvette Amejo. Emelda Tete Addison and Yvette Amejo. Um, our first time guests who joined us today, please, as I mentioned earlier, do not be in a hurry to go home after service. Kindly meet with us to my left on the first row and then we'll have some interactions with you. Amen. How many of us have been blessed today in the service? Oh, God has blessed you this, this morning. Add the other hand to it. Give him a clap offering. Bless his holy name. Amen. 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 I want us to I want us to say a prayer. Let's close our eyes. I want to say a prayer. I want to commit ourselves into God's hands. Um, even for the rest of the week, we've heard his word. We have surrendered ourselves unto him. The Bible says concerning Jesus that when the spirit of God led him into the desert to be tempted of the devil, after 40 days and 40 nights of fasting, the devil came to tempt him. And after he had overcome the devil's temptations, the Bible says that the devil left him for a while. I want you to understand the timeline with which the devil used to tempt Jesus Christ. After 40 days of prayer and fasting, that was when the devil came to tempt him. And the Bible says concerning the word of God, that when the word of God is planted in our hearts like a seed, the enemy comes and comes to steal it from us so that it does not gain roots and it does not change our lives. But you are praying today that, Lord, the word that has come to you to me, may it indeed take root in my heart. As I have yielded myself to you, as I have surrendered myself to you, Lord, let me not go back to the way things were before. Holy Spirit, strengthen me in the name of Jesus, that I will be totally surrendered and yielded to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to lift you to lift your voice and begin to pray. Pray for strength from, from the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. With our own strength, we, we will fail. With our own ability, we will fail. But we, with the strength of the Holy Ghost, he will empower us will enable us to be able to stand on our feet. And so you are praying to the Lord, Lord, as I have yielded to you today, as I have surrendered to you today, as I have asked you to take my life and let it be consecrated for you, Lord, that my hands and my feet, my eyes, my ears, everything is yours. Use me for your glory. Let me indeed walk in this understanding and in this revelation. Let it be, in, let it be real in my life. Let it not be just mere words. But indeed, let it be real in my life in Jesus' mighty name. Pray this prayer with all fervency unto the Lord. For the enemy will come at you. He will test your resolve. He will come at you. That temptation that you have asked God to take away, that addiction you have asked God to take away, he will come at you hard in the week. But you are praying for strength. That Lord, when the enemy comes, may I be able to resist him in the mighty name of Jesus and overcome in Jesus' mighty name. I don't hear the saints of God praying. Lift your voice and pray. Pray for strength. Pray for strength. Pray for strength. In the name of Jesus. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. You are praying lastly that the Lord will keep and protect you throughout the week in the mighty name of Jesus. No evil that has been planned concerning your life shall come to pass in Jesus' mighty name. And that by God's grace, we all will gather here next week Sunday to give him the praise and to give him the glory. Lift your voice and begin to pray and thank the Lord for today's service in Jesus' mighty name. Thank the Lord for an answered prayer. Father, we thank you for today. We give you praise and glory for your word that has come to us. We thank you, O Lord, for the resolve that you have placed in our hearts to live for you. We have yielded to you, O God. We ask for strength to continue to be a yielded vessel in your hands, O God, that continually, O Lord God, will be useful in your house. We pray that help us to resist any attack of the enemy, any temptation that he may bring our way, Help us to overcome them in the mighty name of Jesus. And we ask, O oh Lord God, that your hand will rest upon us throughout the week ahead. Help us to be successful in all that we do. Whatever we lay our hands to, Lord, let it prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. And may we be gathered here next week like this to give you all the praise and all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And the saints together with me shall shout a big amen. 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 I want to share the words of the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. All right. God bless you. Please, um, the adult church has been closed, so please take your seats briefly. Just take your seats briefly. We have a couple of announcements to give. So as you are sitting down, make here for the announcements. Make here for the, the following announcements. Um, hello, everyone. As we prepare for the joyous Christmas season, we love to decorate Team Chapel with your lovely Christmas decorations. So if you have any spare decorations... Uh, please kindly bring them to church next week Saturday or Sunday and your contributions will help make our church even more festive and welcoming. So thank you in advance for your generosity and let's spread the Christmas spirit together. Amen. So if there are any decorations, maybe you have set up decorations in your house and the, the, the remainder you are not using, you can bring it to church so that we can also decorate this place with the festive 